Parents, if your kids love listening to audio stories, but you don't want them using your phone all the time to listen to them, you need a story button. Story button is a screenless device that makes it easy to listen to kid podcasts, audiobooks, and more without having to use a tablet, phone, or keep track of any cards or toys. Fan favorites like Miles the Brave and Treasure Galaxy will give your kids an extra spark of exciting imagination, while the bedtime category will help your kids as they get ready to sleep. Go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. Story Button. Imagination lives here. Hello again, and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. This is part three in our Solomon series and is called Wisdom. This comes from 1 Kings chapter 3, verses 1 through 15, 1 Kings chapter 4, verses 20 through 34, and Proverbs chapter 3, verses 14 through 15. If you missed last week's episode, make sure to go back and listen so that you will understand how we got to where we are right now. Let's go ahead and jump right in to today's story. Solomon ruled as king. He decided to marry Pharaoh's daughter. Yes, Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Hmm, should that sound an alarm in our mind? What do we know about God's people, the Israelites, and their time in Egypt with Pharaoh? If you remember anything about it, say it out loud. Pharaoh used them as slaves. God parted Uetchi for them to escape the Egyptians. So why in the world does Solomon decide to marry Pharaoh's daughter? Well, he probably saw it as a way to protect his people. If he could act like friends with the Egyptians, maybe they'd be safe. Some believe this shows Solomon's lack of trust in God to keep them safe, and that's why he marries her. I'm thankful the Bible reminds us that the people we read about are real. They aren't perfect superheroes. We read in previous episodes that Solomon loves God. But today... It sounds like he has doubts and fears. God is so loving and gracious that over and over again, he chases after us, reminding us that he is what we are looking for and he really will be there with us. Solomon took Pharaoh's daughter and brought her into the city of David until he finished building his own house and the house of the Lord and the wall around Jerusalem. Sounds like he's got lots to build. Well, one starry night, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream and said, Ask for what you want. I will give it to you. If God asked you that question, what would you ask for? 
I ask him for a pet and money and love. Hmm. Being a king, being the world to be good and no more wars. Thanks for sharing. Let's hear what Solomon asks for. Solomon answered, You were very kind to your servant, my father David. He obeyed you. He was honest and lived right. And you showed great kindness to him when you allowed his son to be king after him. Lord, my God, you allowed me to be king in my father's place, but I am like a little child. Listeners, Solomon is actually a grown-up He's just saying he feels like a child. I do not have the wisdom I need to do what I must do. I, your servant, I'm here among your chosen people. There are too many of them to count. So I ask you, please give me wisdom. Then I can rule the people in the right way. Then I will know the difference between right and wrong. Without wisdom... It is impossible to rule this great, great people of yours. It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. So God said to him, You did not ask for a long life. You did not ask for riches for yourself. You did not ask for the death of your enemies. Since you asked, for wisdom to make the right decisions, I will give you what you asked. I will give you wisdom and understanding. Your wisdom will be greater than anyone has had in the past, and there will never be anyone in the future like you. Also, I will give you what you did not ask for. You will have riches and honor. During your life, no other king will be as great as you. I ask you to follow me and obey my laws and commands. Do this as your father David did. If you do, I will also give you a long life. And Solomon awoke. He sat up, rubbing his eyes, and behold, it was a dream. Then he went to Jerusalem and stood before the Ark of the Covenant with the Lord. There he gave burnt offerings and fellowship offerings to the Lord. After that, he gave a feast for all of his leaders and officers. Soon, word spread about Solomon's wisdom. People would come before him, asking how to solve a problem, and he would answer wisely. Solomon had a lot of people to lead. There were many in Judah and Israel. There were as many people as there were grains of sand on the seashore. Is that a lot? Yes. The people ate, drank, and were happy. Hooray! 
Solomon ruled over all the kingdoms from the Euphrates River to the land of the Philistine people. His kingdom went as far as the border of Egypt. Now Solomon needed a lot of food each day to feed himself and all the people who ate with him. It took 185 bushels of fine flour and 375 bushels of meal, 10 cows that were fed good grain, 20 cows that were raised in the fields, and 100 sheep. They also had three different kinds of deer and plump birds. That's definitely not going to fit in your mom's shopping cart at the store. You would need tractor trailers filled to fit this amount and this amount of food every day. Remember at the very first episode how I mentioned that Solomon was extremely rich? Well, that's some proof for you. And here's more. He also had 40,000 stalls of horses for his chariots and 12,000 horsemen. In order to have that much food, all of the land we heard about, and buildings, you would have to be wildly rich. Solomon had peace on all sides around him, and Judah and Israel lived in safety. God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding beyond measure, so that Solomon's wisdom surpassed the wisdom of all the people of the East and all the wisdom of Egypt, for he was wiser than all other men. People of all nations came to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and from all the kings of the earth who had heard of his wisdom. Well, that is it for our story today. But before we go, let's think about what we just heard. What did Solomon ask God for? Wisdom. That's right. And did God give him wisdom? Yes. Yes. He was so wise that people traveled from far away to come listen to him. Have you heard of the book of Proverbs? It's in your Bible. Well, Solomon wrote some of that book and filled it with wisdom. This book, Proverbs, reminds us all to love God and love others. It gives us ways to live everyday life and offers warnings too. Here's a bit right from Proverbs. Let's listen. Happy is the person who finds wisdom, and happy is the person who gets understanding. Wisdom is worth more than silver, and it brings more profit than gold. Wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you want is equal to it. Clearly, wisdom is important. This book does not speak about things like memorizing your addition facts or your vowels. 
God definitely does want us to use the incredible brains He's blessed us with to learn and educate ourselves. But this kind of wisdom He speaks of is godly wisdom. In this world, you may hear people call something wise, when actually, it's the opposite. It's foolish. This is why it's important we always go back to our Bibles to see what it says about godly wisdom. This week, look at some of the things Solomon wrote in the book of Proverbs. During dinner, pick out one thing from Proverbs and talk about it with your family. Proverbs is filled with all kinds of wisdom. It even talks about things like ants and lizards. I promise, it's in there. Look it up. Well, that is it for our story today. Thank you so much for joining us. Stay tuned to see what happens next with Solomon as king. And, as always, bye for now.